Welcome back, everybody. New episode of the Armchair Pilots, hosted by two of the most average men you'll ever meet in your life. Uh, we know something about everything, but we know everything about nothing. Myself, Fergal, and my co-host, one of my best mates I've ever met in my entire life, Mr. Owen Donnelly. Dono, how are you today? Well, hello, guys. How are you? How are you, Fergal, my love? Good, man. I'm good. I'm you know, just still buzzing after the victory last week. You might have won the Instagram poll, but no one really cares about that, man. Everybody cares. The, it's the most important about, thing. It's all about the listening episode, man. It's not. It's, it's getting the view of the people, Fergal. They just want to share their opinion, let us know what they thought, and like did, who they thought was the eventual and true winner. And like, look, they agree with me. So I'm just casting that as another victory for me. So with not one of you off the scoreboard, I'm going up to four wins now. No, you're not. You're on three still. It was a 6-3? 6-3. <laughs> oh, yeah, knows, unless you say in the episode, viewer votes don't even count. Sorry, lads. Your opinion means nothing here. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> Not really. Harsh but fair. Harsh 6-3 on the score. A few bits, Donald. We chat about this week. Did you see Man United crumble, crush the mighty city? The end of that tw- was a 21-win streak. They did the exact opposite of crumbling, Virgil. They absolutely made shit of Man City. It was... um. It was just completely out of the blue, really. Like, like I, I was kind of watching the pre-game analysis, and Mika Richards was there being pure cocky on Sky Sports, like as he normally is. But um, Fry Keane fairly set him in his place as well, and told him at at, at, at full time, just saying, "You get back in your box, shut the fuck up." You know, in his rich Cork accent. Yeah, rich no, it was, um, it was uh it was it was great. It was great for the league. It was great for United. Fair play, fair play to them. I saw a stat the other week. I can't remember what it was, but it was like United, like bet. That invincible Arsenal team, and they had another triumph, but I think it might have been a Chelsea team. But it's something oh. like three of the best runs in, in the Premier League or something United had. Yeah. Yeah. Something you, like that. You'd be looking at it like if you're ever on a run, you just don't want to play United, basically. <laughs> they might be doing crap, and then they just pull a massive win out of the bag, like yeah. just stereotypically United. I was expecting to get hammered next week. Yeah. That, yeah. that game. Uh, another news, you're a Chelsea fan, you're what, five, uh, I think Thomas Tuchel is the first manager in Premier League history to have five clean sheets in his first five home games. I'll tell you one thing, I'm actually, I, I really wasn't confident when they hired him because he's a bit of a reputation for being a bit of a wanker, but like, um, he came in and he steadied the ship and it just goes to show with the squad that Chelsea have that Thomas Tuchel has been able to mould him with the experience he has in managing and kind of... What, he's unbeaten in all games since he started. The last run they were saying they were saying online that is uh, the run of death that Chelsea had. They, they had United, they had Atletico Madrid, they had Liverpool, they had Everton, all top teams. And like they got three wins, three wins out of four, and then obviously the draw with United. So you, yeah, you, fourth now, fourth is it? Fourth, yeah, um, yeah. But see, West Ham have a game in hand, so if they win that, they go up, like you know. But uh, fourth temporarily. But look, it's it's the. The future's bright. Like I think that like even Havertz, like everyone's calling him a flop, but he played unbelievable the other night. It was the main component for two that goals right. that Chelsea got. So fair play to him. I'm the Germans. Uh, uh, next thing now for you, you did German since primary school. Is it Thomas Tuchel or Thomas Tuchel? Dina Muta Muta Mina Puto Prota. Do you know what that means, Fergal? That's something about your mother making a sandwich. That's exactly what it means. That's the only yeah. thing I can remember for German. <laughs> 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 I don't know why. It's just always stuck with me over these years. That's it's because it kind of flows a bit. It is. Such a lovely accent. Such a lovely. It's, just, it's just so such beautiful language. Ears, like, yeah, exactly. It's just gorgeous. But Go is on. it Thomas Tuchel or Thomas Tuchel? I, I do Tuchel. We go with Tuchel. What I do you thought think? it was always Thomas Tuchel, but I keep hearing people say Thomas Tuchel. 
Yeah, but those people are either right or wrong. So one of two options. <laughs> uh, on that as well, this weekend is the second last weekend, I think, of RBS Six Nations. We have Ireland are away to Scotland, I think. No, they're home to Scotland. We're at uh, home yeah. to Scotland. Uh, I fancy Ireland in that game. Uh, the old Celtic battle is it revives. Uh, I think it's um, Scotland are going well. Like you have to remember, they did beat England to start the tournament. Like day one, so um, or first round of fixtures. Like so, they're not they're nothing to be sniffed at. Like like they like what's your Stuart Hogg in fullback is arguably the best fifteen in the world on his day. Um, I don't they uh, Finley or oh, Finn. What's the, what's the fly half? Oh my god! He's playing. He's playing in France anyways. with racing. Um, Whatever is the people are shouting at me now through the fucking screen or the microphone, but like it's I can't remember his name, but he's well able to move put the ball around the field, uh, and um, yeah, look, Dave, I just see Ireland probably realistic will have enough for him. What do you think? I I fancy Ireland. Like if you realistically look at it, Scotland have won one game, they lost the other one. Yeah, enough, they threw that game away, but they still lost. Yeah, yeah, it was very controversial. Like you know, like they 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 should have beaten Wales. Like it's just look. It is what it is. Small margins and all that type of crack, like. But I, I wouldn't say it's, it's it's turn up and expect a victory type of a job. Like I said, it'll be tight enough. Uh, you've England and France at Twickenham. Who do you think for that? France. I think England. I don't. Th- I don't think France will beat England in Twickenham. I think England are in a bad spot at the moment, and that's mainly down to Saracens, and that's because. You know yourself, Saracens, the bad boys of rugby at the moment got relegated there last year. Um, yeah. Got the point reduction. Most of the English team is, or a large portion of the English team, is playing in the second division in England. Like they're not getting the proper competition. And then when you step that up to an international level, they're finding it hard to get back into the gear. Like you know, like Mario Mario Tioje was world beater this this time last year or the year before. Uh, he's just like a ghost. Like you haven't seen him really this season. Like you know, it's just I don't know. I I I just France are young. They're they're energetic. They're I think they have to beat them. Well, I think Wales are obviously, Wales are in Rome playing Italy. I'm assuming Wales will beat Italy. And I'd like France then to beat England. So you'd at least see a grand slam head-to-head in the final, yeah. final game then. Yeah, all going well. <laughs> all going well. Uh, so I probably, hard to know who's going to win that. But it'll be interesting to see how this weekend plays out. We had the end of Division last weekend. So all nine episodes have been done and dusted. It's all on Disney+. Plus. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend going to binge watch it. Even if you're not a Marvel fan, just get past the first two episodes and it's brilliant. Were you happy? Don't give any spoilers away if you can. Were you happy with the ending? I was. I was. Uh, like, obviously, that we, everyone who watches it kind of had their thoughts of where it might go, like, you know, potentially. But look, it's, it's one of those endings that would just food for the soul. It was just great ending sets up the next few um tv series movies as well as well like just as you said there we can't give anything away so i won't go into too much detail but yeah like it's solid in, ter- in terms of my expectations probably a solid eight out of ten but like still very happy with it like great show great show i thought good ending i, I felt like i had more questions to ask than were answered but still yeah. i thought it was a good ending Kind of left you on a bit of a knife edge. So I think I saw loads of people online, but like, oh, like they did a better job than the Godfather, or yeah, they did a better job than um, what's that dragon one that I have in the Game of Thrones? Apparently, oh, the Godfather. Is that what you were honestly thinking of when you were not the Godfather? Of- not the Godfather. Uh, the Sopranos. Sorry, the Sopranos. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I, I, I forgive you. Better than the Sopranos. Not the Godfather. The Sopranos. Is what I meant. Have you ever watched the Sopranos? No, I have not. It's brilliant from start to finish. It's brilliant. But then, and lads, I don't give a fuck. If you haven't seen The Sopranos, like, it's been out for fucking 10 years. It just cuts the black at the end. 
Do you know? You know it, I know. I've heard about the ending. I think everyone's yeah. heard about the ending. And I was never so frustrated in my whole life. I was so. I was furious. I was just like, you can't. You can't leave it there. You can't. I was so invested in it. I was disgusted. What's your look? Uh, what was the other one then? Um, Game of Thrones. Were you disappointed in that ending? No, I've never. I've never watched Game of Thrones. You'd love it. You'd love it. No one knew you'd love it. But it was just people once again built up their expectations way too much, and they had all these crazy fan theories, which, well, look, realistically, they weren't crazy. But look, it's always hard to finish a show that's so popular, so big, yeah. like that. Like it's, it's you're never going to satisfy everyone. So I, for what they gave us, I thought it was good. Could have been better, but I'm still happy. Like you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just there trying to please everyone. I, I don't want to get on anyone's bad side, Fergal. I'm just, a, I'm just, I'm just going to say yes. I'm a yes man. You know. <laughs> uh, did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Fucking loved it. Loved it. You, yeah. Were you happy with that ending? I was. Were you? It was. It was nothing epic. Like I think, like the middle seasons were kind of way better. Season finale. It was a good ending. But that, isn't that how it always goes? Like you're not going to be happy with the ending of a TV show. Like like. Like this, so, you, we brought up three or four examples there, and like, there's an there's an argument there for every single series finishing poorly. So, like, people want to finish. It's hard yeah. to finish the series. You don't want to go into something like um, The Walking Dead that's gone into what seven or eight, nine series, and it's just fizzled out being terrible. Do you know? So, or Lost. Lost, yeah, Jesus Christ, what the fuck were they thinking? But your look, polar bears running around the desert island. You're stretching, lads. <laughs> <laughs> You're running out of ideas. Were you? Uh, what me and Kelly actually watched over the lockdown was we re rewatched back Friends in order, like from start to finish, as opposed to just watching it in Comedy Central whenever it's on. Right. Actually, pretty. It, it's a pretty good show. It ages pretty well. Some of the jokes are outdated, a small bit, not appropriate, but pretty good show, man. But that's the problem with Friends, okay? Because everyone has seen it like so many times that the, the new generation that's coming up, the PC Brigade, the, 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 they're just, they, they can't hack it at all. Some of the jokes that are Aryan Friends are hilarious, okay? And people nowadays are just a little bit sensitive. And that's okay, they have every right to be. But, come on, cop on a bit. Like, you know, they're saying that Friends is the worst show of all time. That is not funny. Oh, you only you like that. It's just, it's just one of those memes constantly created online of it. It's like, it's like, it's a, some, it's, it's, it's like, it's one of those things saying, oh, if you like friends, you're such and such. Like, you know, you're, you're, you obviously have no uh, personality about you. This type of crack. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up and get out of my sight. Because like, it is one of the best shows of all time. It's the best sitcom of all time. Like, um, yeah, yeah. You're not my friend if you don't like friends. <laughs> have you seen that stuff this week in the news? I've seen a good bit of it. Apparently it's loads of it on Twitter about this cancel culture. Yes, yes, cancel. Like, is any Jesus Christ? You have an opinion nowadays, and you're absolutely lambasted. You know, that's my word. That's my Lamb favorite word. Lambasted. It's my favorite word. Yeah, like it's like it's all well and good having an opinion. If you stray over the line, fair enough. You deserve to just like be put in your corner. But people are just too sensitive, and like, there's nothing wrong with a bit of like dodgy humor now and again. Like, you know, racism, no, but dodgy humor, I'm all for it. <laughs> uh. What was the other thing that was on Winter Soldier? Was it the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, out on March nineteenth? I think. You excited for that? Now. Yeah, Jesus. Look, if as we said there last week, is if if One Division was the first of their series, and we all thought it was going to be terrible, and if it turned out to be that good, can you just? I'm just so excited. Like I'm just, I'm just throwing, just leaving my leaving my mind at the door, and just going to go in with an open mind and just say, look, this is going to be fantastic. Like it's just, I, I like, I, I have huge expectations. I can't wait. I can't wait for anything Marvel related. I'm such a fangirl. It's Beyond ridiculous, like you, you must be excited. I'm a huge Marvel fan. I was someone's pointed out the other day. I think by the time 
by the time uh, if Black Widow actually comes out in May, it'll be two full years without an actual Marvel movie. Just shy of it. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. I need that content. I need it in my life. I need that. So I need that food for my soul. I love going to cinema with you, Fergal, and watching Marvel movies. It's one of my favorite pastimes, and it's just. I love it. I love you a long time, baby. But like, I just—it's—it's it's the whole—it's the whole getting to that thrill of like following a story for ten plus years and just like being given the ultimatum of finishing there with the um, end game last year or two years ago was fantastic. And now it's just going to breed into something different. I can't wait. What's coming? I can't wait for it. Uh, something, Joe. Uh, Disney Plus keep pumping out their cartoons on not their cartoons. They had Mulan and they had Leia and the Last Dragon. They were supposed to come out in cinema releases, but because of COVID, they obviously didn't, so they pumped them out on Disney+. Plus. I heard somewhere that apparently Disney are trying to put a bit of pressure on the Marvel guys and get them to pump their movies out on Disney+. Plus. Well, it makes perfect sense, because if you if you go on to Disney+, Plus right now, um, that movie, that what's, what's that dragon movie called? What's it? Lay and the Last Dragon, is it? We'll go with that. Um, so that, that is uh, meant to be coming out in June, all right? But you can actually buy it on Disney Plus right now for twenty-one euro or something like that. So, like, if Marvel started releasing movies like that and they have just like a library of stuff waiting to be released, I'd have absolutely no problem buying it. Like, I'd, I'd spend money I'd, going to the cinema. I'd I, sorry, it's rare. Uh, I'd absolutely buy it, but I I think I'd rather save them for the cinema. I'd Already? rather save them. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm just a slut for content, Fergal. I just need it. So like, it's a, like <laughs> content I, slut. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I just want it now. Like I'm constantly thinking about it. Like I'm just I'm thinking about where it's all going to go, and I just need that. I need I need it. So just uh, horses out, Disney. Be sound to all of us. We're after putting down a tough year and a half. Come on, give it to us, bro. Just, just give it to us. <laughs> no, so I'm in a different boat here. I'm happy. I'll wait till May and I'll watch it in the cinema. Yeah, well, that's why that's why we'll never be married, Fergal, because we just see we're we're, we're just too far apart on our opinions and our views. But look, what I will also say as well about big thing about Marvel movies, I think me and Kelly went to see Tenant after the first lockdown. I really enjoyed it because I had so much space because of all the COVID regulations. I didn't have to worry about the cinema screen being packed out. Yeah, you don't like me touch, do you, Virgil? You're just like, just leave me alone. <laughs> I like my personal space. I like my personal space. COVID's going to help a small bit with that. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. You're 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 a lone ranger. You know, you just want you just want those few people in your inner circle with you, and you don't care about anyone else. It's like, just leave me alone. <laughs> Now, the big thing of the week, Donald, the big gossip I'm sure that everyone has seen. If you haven't watched it, it's certainly worth a watch. Did you watch the uh, the Meghan and Harry interview with Oprah on it came, or Airden RT on Monday? I mean, if you haven't watched this now at this stage or even heard about it, you're living under a rock because you can't avoid it. If you have a phone, it's a notification has popped up on your phone somewhere or a post or a tweet or anything. It is remarkable entertainment. It is fucking... I'm, I'm a gossip i'm also a gossip slut fergal i just need it and <laughs> and like it's just like these this 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 whole this whole this whole argument or interview has uh, has kind of just cast a light on the royal family that is very unfavorable very unfavorable like did you watch it you did i did i eventually like i actually found it pretty boring man i had to watch it in two segments i couldn't watch it one go straight through i uh, stop I serious. It took me two days to watch it. I tell you one thing: your man Piers Morgan. I think he's just—he's the skid mark on the underpants of society. Like he's just an absolute wanker, and there's no two other ways about it. Do you know what? In some of his stuff that he's talked about, I've actually liked his point of view. I've agreed with his point of view on stuff. 
like he's other stuff he's been wrong about this one really annoyed me because i was like he was given out about it because someone was disagreeing with him you can't just walk off because someone disagrees with your opinion it goes back to what you were saying about people being a little sensitive yeah but like look if 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 i disagreed with your opinions fergal this podcast would have less, lasted one episode walk off the podcast because we have a different, <laughs> different point of view yeah <laughs> i just take off like you know yeah no it's it's it's, it's your, your man like he's he's been constantly abusing poor megan markle over the last few years and like Look, whatever your opinion is on her or anything like that, that that's fine. You do you. But like she has got ridiculed constantly in the media for no apparent reason other than potentially her skin color, potentially that she's American, and potentially that she's a bit of a snob. And Pierce Morgan has the nerve and the guile to come up and just spout in talk shit. I mean, forget about him. I'm I'm delighted he's off the TV. Delighted. Yeah. Uh I heard somewhere, it's probably not true, but I heard somewhere that apparently he had something else. I heard a couple of theories, actually. Apparently, the reason that he lashed out so much was because he was disappointed. Apparently, him and Meghan Markle used to be friends or something, and he was disappointed that he wasn't asked through the interview that was given to Oprah instead. Uh, no, like, no, no. Yeah, like, he, you're on the right track. Like, I think they were pals for a while, and that she, she kind of rejected him for an interview a couple of years ago. Um, and then he's just kind of been on the, just on the rampage since, like, come, trying to blacken her name, like, you know? So, like, it, it, it's, it's got to the stage where it's boring, like, how much abuse he's given her. So, yeah. if you compare, like, the comparisons between herself and Kate Middleton were, like, chalk and cheese. Like, like, do you, you hear about the avocado crack? No? No. Okay, so Kate Middleton went away, went around, and she she was she was noted in some tabloid newspaper that uh, saying that she, she had some avocado, and then like they were kind of praising her, saying, "Oh, healthy food, sustainable, yeah, great, great, good for you, Kate." Then the exact same thing, Megan brought out an avocado, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, well, like look at this, like those avocados come from poor poor countries." Oh, like, I, I do know what you're talking about. Now. Yeah, like it's just like just just despicable, like you know, just. She was uh, encouraging deforestation or something like that. Yeah, bullshit. Like, like, would you <laughs> stop? Like, look, we said there at the start of the episode that, like, it's it's all grand having like that with the PC brigade nowadays. That like political correctness has to be there and front front and center and all this type of crack. But like, this has gone way beyond that. Like, you know, like you're you're allowed to have an opinion and you're allowed you're allowed to give out about it. But like what Pierce Morgan did to her, like for her mental health, and especially after her coming out saying she was trying to get like help for her mental health. And then just like still the media bashing her about it. It's just shocking. Like fuck all them people. <laughs> I will look sure he's gone now anyway. He probably has a new gig lined up anyway in the, in the side wings. Oh yeah. He'll write a book and he'll get a few hundred million. And he'd be grand. Like, you know, but like there's like from all the cards, there's, there's major scandal inside the Royal, the, inside Buckingham Palace at the moment, trying to see where they go next. But I'm glued to it. Like, I'm, like, look, I'm, no, I'm far from a fucking expert on the royal family. Like, like it's just, like, flavor of the week for me. But it's serious, serious viewing at the moment. Like, I'm, I'm delighted. <laughs> I was chatting to my mother the other day. She was telling me, asked me that I watch it. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, did you watch it? And she was like, no, I have a recording to tell you. But why would I watch it? I wouldn't give a shit about what they are doing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, is, is, there any, is there any point in this? Is there any point in a monarchy? Like, 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 like I, there was an Irish Times article there released the other day. And he was like, so you have the queen as the head of state, yeah? You might as well have a mermaid or a pirate as the head of state. Like, like, what is the point? Like, you know, what's what's their what's their role? I don't know enough about it. Like, but it just seems like it's kind of outdated and just nonsensical, really. Like, yeah, yeah. I, sure I don't. There's good. Point. Like, I have never really thought about it, but I'm sure there's good logical, rational reasons. You have to remember, England ruled the world once, and they did that under a monarchy. 
700 years right. you have to remember <laughs> like, that yeah like this country i suppose kind of has a has a doesn't exactly have the best relationship historically historically with england but regardless it's just one of those things that like it's it's it's, it's just it, they're not exactly the most liked around the world really are they like but in terms of sport even <laughs> so like yeah did it, you it, did you see the meme with the it was just like the, the monarchy slowly getting stripped down and while ireland waits in the wings and it's just some fella creeping through some blinds watching what's happening <laughs> Yeah, but that's that classic Irish. <laughs> um, lovely, Donna. We better get moving on what we're actually doing this week. Yeah. Can you paint the scene for the people? What we're talking so, about? Yeah. So at the end of at the end of last week's episode, we 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 perfectly described how how we're going to set up this episode by saying, "Imagine I am Legend, the movie. All right, you're in an apocalyptic world. All right." <laughs> you have the world is completely overrun by zombies, and you have a small team you have to gather together to help save yourself. Now, what we've decided during the week since since that show is that we're going to kind of change it up a small bit. So we decided to bring in a fictional character, a non-fictional character, and a weapon of choice to get us through this zombie apocalypse. All right? Are you set? Are you feeling confident? Pretty confident. Like, Dono, scoreline speaks for itself. I'm 6-3. Confident every week. Well, I'm taking back my throne, you motherfucker. I'm here for it this week, all right? I'm here for the win. I'm even coming if, home with it, Virgil. Even if you win this week, you'll probably still lose next week. You only win one week in a row. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are you, Virgil? What are you? What do I call you every episode? What do I call you? I can't, I can't even remember this stage. You're about. a scoundrel, Virgil. That's exactly what you are. That's exactly <laughs> what you are. I'm winning this week. Whether whether I agree with you or not, I'm taking home the win. Look, now, Donald... I won one nil up, so I go first. I'm going to start off with my weapon. weapon. I'm going to give you my weapon that I'm going to use for the zombie apocalypse. I'm going to keep it nice and simple. I want to be kind of, you know, kind of cool, kind of practical at the same time. I am going to use a machete. A machete. A machete. Fergal, I would have thought you would have just said yourself because you're a bit of a weapon, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your weapon, yeah, yeah, a machete. Interesting. Go on, yeah. tell me a bit more. Imagine me swinging a machete. I'm just kind of like I don't know. Do you remember? Do you know, you know your man Danny Trejo? No. You know him, the 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 Mexican. I think he has to be. He oh, of been. course I know him with the, with yeah. the glorious mustache and the, the yeah, point. yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Movie machete. <laughs> <laughs> I just want yeah, to kill okay. a zombie and say that every single time. Obviously, okay, it's no, a big right. knife as well. I can use it for cutting down trees and stuff. So, you, so your your argument for using the machete is an actor that is, has been in a movie called Machete and that you can swing a knife. Yeah, that's not enough, Virgil. <laughs> Look, give me what you've got, down. Okay, now this is I, there's a bit of rationale, a bit of functionality behind this. So bear with me, okay? Right. Okay, so I decided to pick a multi-tool that combines a shovel and an axe. It's a shovel axe. A shovel axe. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So when I was saying there's a bit of rationality, kind of, <laughs> what's the right? practicality of a shovel axe? You're in a zombie I, apocalypse. I was expecting a bit more of a reaction from that than to just go silent. But um, yeah. So look, shovel is a tool. Okay, you can dig holes. Like you can um, yeah, you can dig holes. That's basically what a shovel is for. So like, if I need a hole dug, I'm going to dig it. And an axe. An axe is the coolest weapon you can swing. Like, just think about all, like, think of Gimli in Lord of the Rings. This is my axe, yeah? I'm just going to go around and just swing, like, swing like a baseball player and just keep on, I should have picked a baseball bat, just keep on going. And um, I just think that I'd be chopping heads all day, uh, every day, just solid, solid. And I have unlimited fitness. Have you seen me lately? Donald, you have zero fitness. I can't imagine you carry, you pick the most impractical stuff every time we do something like this. 
<laughs> Look, just forget about the COVID stone, okay? Like, or the COVID five stone. But um, we're just going to say, I just think it's a mud, like a, a machete. Yeah, look, it's grand if you're cutting down trees or in the rainforest or something like that. I'm sure you do a bit of damage, like, but to a zombie as well. But a shovel acts fertile. So it's just more practical. If you need to set up a defense or a boundary or anything like that, you can push a post in the ground by digging the hole. It's just it's just a smarter tool all around. And you can kill people. This is terrible, man. You have a like shovel axe. It's difficult. Again, it's difficult to carry in a zombie apocalypse. It's just as easy to carry as a machete. It is not. A machete can just hang off my belt buckle. You so are not. A shovel axe. Yeah, but you're not going to be able to run with a shovel axe hanging off. I'm not able to run anyways for them. <laughs> <laughs> like, just rule that out. That's null and void. No, no, no. no. Shovel axe is useless. It's no one's not, using the shovel axe. How can you even begin to contemplate that a shovel axe is useless? It has two functions. It has more functions than a machete. Have you ever seen a shovel axe? Yes, I have. I have pictures of it. You have pictures of a shovel axe? Yeah. Yeah. And look, I, we'll, we'll, we'll flash it up on the screen, I'm sure, throughout the, throughout the episode. But like, it's a multi-tool. It folds away. It's easy to carry. It comes in a bag. You throw it over your shoulder. It's, um, it, this is the exact same thing as what happened with the flint tool that you hadn't a clue about. I'm so, not like, looking this up. This is no shovel. This is, like you, this is like a little shovel that you'd use to change a plant pot. No, that's just scale fertile. You have to imagine it. You have to imagine it in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you a machete that's readily sharp and ready to cut down trees and slice zombies. It, that's mobile it, so you can run with and you give me a shovel axe. It's a shovel axe, Fergal. It is the better tool in a zombie apocalypse. All you, can do is, all you can do is swing your sword. That's all you can do. Yeah, like, and it cuts the thing clean off and I can keep moving. What happens if your axe gets wedged in their head? Why are you trying to cut zombies' willies off, Fergal? The thing. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, the axe is just, it's just, and it's much cooler. The axe is cooler. It is. And, and there's more function to it. You name one cool zombie movie, any zombie movie where they had a shovel axe. Oh, Jesus Christ. No uh, one has ever picked a shovel axe. That's because it just wasn't available, like technology at the time <laughs> when the movies were being made. <laughs> Look, Donald, we have to move on from this one. We have two other categories. I think I've taken that one. Shovel axe. Mine makes more sense, but you're not going to give in, are you? It doesn't make more sense because you need to be mobile in a zombie apocalypse. But Fergal, I'm not mobile anyway, so I'm fucked. <laughs> Do you know? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pick a shovel axe, something that's going to slow you down even more. Look, I, bet you the, I bet you the listeners are going to agree with me on Instagram next week. I guarantee it. I think I'm taking the machete. Yeah, okay. You just take it, Fergal. Just take it. Okay, that's one little to me. All right, do you want to do... I'll give you the choice now. I will go first, but I'll give you the choice. Do you want the real character or the fictional character? Okay, I think we're going to go for non-fictional first. Non-fictional, so a real so life. a real character, yeah. Lovely. Simples. Chuck Norris. It's fucking Terrible. Chuck Norris, man. Terrible Chuck job. Norris. Yeah, a, a he's movie the original actor. badass. Think of yeah. all the memes that are made up about him. Fergal, he's, he's such actor. a badass. An actor. Yeah, but he's a badass. Yeah. Did you ever hear the, the, the memes like, um, what's the memes he has? Uh, Chuck Norris' tears can cure cancer, but the only problem is Chuck Norris doesn't cry. <laughs> Yeah, okay. There's a, he's a bit of a pop culture icon, in fairness. That's grand. Like, look, Fergal, he's great in movies, and he's great when there's a script there. Do you know, I think he has a bit of a mixed martial art, or a martial art background as well, whether it's Taekwondo or um, Kung Fu or whatever the fuck, kicking something. So, like, um, 
Yeah, okay, you can kick zombies. Okay, so that's why he'll benefit you. But like when 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 the push comes to shove, what what benefit is he going to be to you in a zombie apocalypse? Uh Chuck Norris was in all the Star Wars movies. He was the force. <laughs> Stop reading jokes off the internet Virgil, while we're doing this. That can't count. Your rationale Chuck Norris, man. Yeah, look, guys, sorry if there was a bit of a breakup there. A little bit of a technical um, technicality there, but we're all good. We're back in business. We're back on the road. We were just saying how terrible uh, Chuck Norris is. Guns carry, guns carry Chuck Norris for protection. <laughs> Fergal, okay, I'm just going to give you my point because your, your whole argument now is going to be completely just, uh, <laughs> just saying Chuck Norris joke for the rest of the episode. But, uh, all right. Okay, Bear Grylls is my choice. Ultra survival, Mr. Bear Grills. Ex-Navy SEALs, like a man who knows the world, has embraced the harshest of environments, knows everything about your scenario, your scene, how to forage, how to get food, how to lead a team, tactical survival, just a master of his trade. And like so big, he got his own TV show on the Discovery Channel. Where the fuck is Chuck Norris's TV show on the Discovery Channel? You know what? He doesn't have one for him. <laughs> Because Chuck Norris doesn't have time, man. Chuck Norris, yeah, well, Chuck Norris, because, what, because he's old. Like, 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 he's like, fair enough, Fergal. You thought Chuck Norris, you talk, uh, you thought Bear, you should have, bloody hell, you thought Chuck Norris was a good choice, but Bear Grylls, head and shoulders above of him, like, in this, in this debate. You would have been better with Paddy Lasty. <laughs> now you're stretching. You are yeah, there, stretching there time. Someone slower than you so you could get away. <laughs> come on, come on now. I'm slugging you from left to right. It's the tenth round and you're grasping for air. Just come on. It's 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 there's no two ways about it. Bear Grills is a better choice. But in an emergency, who does Bear Grills call? Chuck Norris. Bear Grills <laughs> Yeah, in his dreams maybe. But Chuck Norris is gonna be absolutely zero benefit to you. Like he just yeah, sure. It's like look, no. There's no way. He's not even close. Yeah, fair enough. No, I, I give you Bear Grylls. I still enjoy <laughs> Chuck Norris. I don't know how we never picked Chuck Norris for any of the other stuff. Yeah, uh, he might come up again in future. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Alright, that's one all done. Heading into the last round. We and you need to decide it again. We can't go to the viewers. Uh, my fictional character in what we had a big conversation about earlier on. Uh, I think there's absolutely no chance you're beating this one. I went with the Scarlet Witch, that is Wanda Maximoff from the Marvel Universe, the Ooh. star and the show of WandaVision. Dodgy, dodgy, good she choice. Dodgy. She's the power of flight. She's the power of mind control. She can create a big hex vortex that no one can get into. Okay, yeah, good choice, Virgil. <laughs> She's played by one of the Olsen sisters. Yeah, the, the, the better one. <laughs> Yeah, she she's younger, isn't she? She's she's younger than Mary Mary Kate Nashley. Yeah, she's um, yeah, yeah, she's a fantastic choice for your fictional character. Like you know, as, as we've just been praising one division the whole episode, you set this up again. You set this up. You've done this. You're twisting this again, Fergal, aren't you? You know how you knew that I'd praise one division the whole time, and you but just so happened to pick her. Yeah, don't know what you're talking about, but that's a part you're a sneaky, sneaky man, Fergal. God damn it. Okay, look. I'm just going to go straight into my choice, and I'm going to try to combat it with a bit of Marvel magic myself. Doctor Strange. The Sorcerer Supreme, the master of magic in the Marvel Universe on Earth. Uh, Yeah, sure, that's great. WandaVision, Wanda, uh, Wanda Maximoff, even. She's uh, she's strong and all, but is she the master of magic on her own planet? Who plays that? Benedict, come on your back. (laughs) 
Oh, God. Oh, no. Keep it PG for at least. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, I really like him. Doctor Strange is a great choice. He's all-powerful, strong wizard in the Marvel Universe. But come on, Wanda Maximoff, man. Yeah. Yeah. She's the power of the so- Mind Stone. She's just... In the actual comics, I think she's like the strongest, strongest, like one of the strongest Avengers there ever is. She, it depends on the comic you're reading because it kind of suits the tone of whatever the name is on the front of the comic book. Like there's comic books there where Doctor Strange is the ultimate power in the whole universe and Marvel actually had to reduce his powers going forward because they just realized his powers were limitless. Like he draws, he draws powers, he draws his magic from four different aspects in space or in the multiverse, or sorry, two, sorry, two different aspects. She's um, he's he's just he's just basically omnipotent until they reduced his powers. They had he was so powerful they had to cut him back. Yeah, so his know? powers got reduced, but Wanda's didn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who 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 didn't say that I picked the older, the new Doctor Strange Hurdle? What? You got to go with the the new one. Is your poster falling down there? Is it? It's falling down. Yeah. <laughs> How embarrassing! Oh, we have a classic set. We're we're on form tonight. I tell you that. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, no, look, realistically, I believe that Doctor Strange is 100% the better choice here. He's just, like, there's a reason he's the Sorcerer Supreme. There's a reason he's the Master. Going by, just by the Marvel movies, Wanda is way stronger. Mind control. She'll just take over his mind. Game over. Ball burst. Doctor Strange is getting fed to the zombies. Going by the Marvel movies, he stopped an elemental being from taking over the world in, from a different dimension. I think that's far superior to what Wanda's done. She created a whole world. She has mind control, and she has that book now. She created... No, the, a, no, the book at the, she gets at the end. She created a village, a village, while Doctor Strange stopped the world from being overtaken. She beat a witch that's 300 years old, who'd probably riddled with arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Donna, I have nothing positive to say about Doctor Strange. You have too many positive things to say about Scarlet Witch. <laughs> I think that answers that. I think that answers the, uh, the question as to who wins this week's episode. No, it doesn't. Just because I'm a fan of Scarlet Witch does not be- make me believe that Doctor Strange isn't I, better. I feel like-, like you're trying to quote Meghan Markle now. I feel like you're trying to put words in my mouth to give you the victory, and it's not happening for it. And you Donna, know in your heart and soul, Doctor Strange is better. The House of M is a legendary story in the Marvel Universe. One division. Maximoff is winning it. It's not. It's, it's, she's not. She's not. There's no way. Like, she is, like, she's the Scarlet Witch, man. But he's the Sorcerer Supreme, Fergal. You know, like, 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 if it were... Is this one of those episodes that's going to go down to a vote? Like, he's still learning his trade in the movies, like. He's mastered his trade. He's the he Sorcerer also, Supreme. But he also has no Infinity Stone anymore. He had the ability to wield the Infinity Stone, the Scarlet Witch. She is an Infinity Stone. She's a fragment of an Infinity Stone. Yeah. yeah. So she has more Infinity Stone than Doctor Strange does now. No, but he was he was wielding it with more force and more energy and knew what he was doing. She only realized this in the last couple of days. But I'm, I'm talking about WandaVision now, like Wanda Maximoff now. Stronger yeah, than Doctor Strange. At the, at, the, at the very moment, maybe. But Doctor Strange has had more experience and more grit no, Doctor Strange is a better choice for him. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. <laughs> no, he's not. Okay, so it's got down to that. Virgil, I know you didn't want to go to any episodes to go to an Instagram vote anymore, but I'm not backing down. That's fine. We'll put it up in the in the vote. I'm definitely going to win. Everyone's going to vote for Wanda Maximoff. No one's going to vote for it. I guarantee you Doctor Strange has won this. Virgil, no way. I mean, you're second. You're second. 
Look, we'll leave it down to an Instagram vote next week and we'll announce the results in next week's episode. At the moment, it's 6-3, depending on how Donald does with this. Uh, it'll, either, it'll probably be 7-3. It'll, it'll probably be 6-4. <laughs> uh, Donald, what's in store for next week? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so we're going to go on to the completely flip the script all, flip the script all together. We're going to pick our favorite cartoons. Doesn't matter. There's no, there's no um, confines on this. It's going to be from your childhood to your teenage years to even your adulthood whatever you're into maybe we'll, we'll rule out like the hentai porn and stuff like that but like <laughs> we can just say, <laughs> we can just say that anything your family guys your simpsons your dexter's laboratory whatever you can think about like it just we'll go with it and we'll see how it goes i'm probably going to win that episode as well what do you think i think you'll probably end up eight three down <laughs> well hopefully not <laughs> All right, so three cartoons, three favorite cartoon TV shows. Uh, guys, that's it for this week. Another episode, successful episode of the Armchair Pilots. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, do like, comment, and subscribe. But most importantly, please do subscribe. The support has been great on the views and everything like that. But if we can get more of you to subscribe to the channel, that would be really appreciated. Uh, peace out, guys. Thank you very much for listening. That's, it's been another fantastic week. Thanks a million for all the support. Fergal, you wrapped it up beautifully there. You're a bit, you're not strubbing all mule now in this episode, but sure, look, I'll forgive you this time. I'll, for, I'll always forgive you, Virgil. I, it's just, it's just that sometimes you just, you grind my gears, but look, we'll forgive you, all right? Um, that's, it's been emotional. Thank you again for listenership. Thank you for following us. We wish you a good evening. Have a great weekend. Toodaloo! Bye!